Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. If you look across who's working in the agriculture industry, we're seeing more women take on leadership roles, whether it's on the farm or on a community board of some sort. Just take a look at the Midwest Farm Report here in Madison. We're an all-female broadcast team. I think it's safe to say that the makeup of the egg industry is looking a lot different than it was maybe 20 years ago. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, and there are several organizations out there that aim to help women be successful in agriculture. Annie's Project is one of them, and they're celebrating 20 years of service this year. It's a national organization with Wisconsin leadership. Doris Mould is the co-CEO of Annie's Project. She's a dairy and beef producer out of Polk County. She tells me how the project got started and how it's grown. Annie's Project was started in 2003 um, by Ruth Hamilton, and Ruth was an extension educator in Illinois at the time. She had noticed that when she was working with producers, farmers and ranchers, that, um, that there were women involved in the operation, but they rarely came to meetings um, that she was holding in educational sessions. And if they were there, they were kind of overshadowed by the men in the room. They were a little timid. And she thought about um, her mom, um, who was Annie Fleck. And Annie um, had, been, had been a town girl and uh, had married a farmer. And um, they farmed together. And uh, Annie uh, ended up being the farmer in the family. Uh, her husband took off farm work. And she continued to farm, and she found as a woman that uh, she was being challenged in different ways. Uh, Part of it was, you know, just lack of knowledge, but also just kind of how she got treated. As a woman, um, you know, there weren't many women farmers uh, a few generations ago, at least women that they were farming, but they weren't recognized as farmers. And Ruth just knew about her mom's struggles and with the farm and getting recognized as a farmer and saw similar things happening with women that she was working with. And so she started a project. Um, She started with a class of 10 women and said, okay, we're going to cover the five areas of risk management. We're going to cover, and those, those are things that all farmers, farm managers should know about. So everybody, when they're managing their business, has risk involved. And so... She covered production and marketing and human resource, legal and financial risk and helped women understand how um, financial statements were put together, what the numbers meant, how to read a lease, different things maybe about, uh, you know, USDA programs that they could sign up for, all the different things that you need to know to manage a farm, you know, how to talk to a lender And so they had a a whole series of courses. Part of it was spent with somebody who was an expert in the area coming in and speaking, but then there were always activities that engaged the women and helped them learn more. And oftentimes the women in the group, somebody had maybe more experience on bookkeeping or maybe soil sampling or those kinds of things, and they always encouraged those women to speak up and talk about their experiences and that just helped everybody learn more. 
that class was started in 2003, and then the next year it started to spread, and I think they started classes in Iowa and maybe a few other states, and it kind of slowly expanded. And so now we're in, 20 years later, we're in 38 states actively and one U.S. territory. And we have covered from that original 10 women, we have graduated over 19,000 women through Annie's Project courses. So today you're covering every region of the United States. Do you still see room for growth? We aren't in Alaska. We're in Hawaii, and we are across the United States. We have a few gaps still that we're, we're working to fill, but uh, we've, we've got interest in some of those areas and filling them. And certainly what we've learned is that when we can't reach women in person, because when Annie started, of course, it was primarily an in-person, face-to-face program, we, pre-pandemic, had been looking at, you know, doing virtual programming and offering virtual courses, uh, distance learning for students, because we know that there are women out there that, you know, could never make it into a class. You know, it's just too long of a drive after they've been working all day or whatever. So we, um, we had always thought that we'd offer virtual classes, but of course, with the pandemic, that kind of kicked us into overdrive, and we started offering virtual classes. So many women, if they don't have a class that's being offered in their state, have joined other states' virtual programming. So in cases where we might not have somebody teaching a class in Maine, for instance, they can sign up for a class, uh, check in with another state that's nearby. New Hampshire's offering classes, for instance, or If there's not a class going on in Wisconsin, you know, women will sign up for, you know, maybe Northern Illinois class or something happening in Minnesota. So we do have women that join us from different states. And what we are also finding is that we not only are getting women, you know, farmers and ranchers and growers and and women that are farm family members, but we have a number of women that, you know, take classes because they're an agriculturalist and they just want to learn more about what women producers are facing. But we also have a growing group of women landowners. For instance, a woman was participating in a virtual courses that were being offered in Indiana, and she was a Indiana landowner, but she was living in Connecticut. So as we have people that inherit land and keep land in their family, but maybe rent it out to other farmers, they need to develop an understanding of uh, what's important as well as they uh, try to manage their land with the the farmers that are leasing their land. Doris, I want to ask you, have you seen the ripple effect of Annie's project? You know, has it been benefiting women? And maybe you have a specific example you could share. There are many stories and many examples, but um, I'll I'll go with one. Um, We had a woman... And uh, she had taken the course. She and her husband were farming together. Sadly, her husband passed away in a farm accident. Everybody, her, you know, her, her family, her accountant, and her attorney, their, their attorney that they had, they were all telling her that she needed to sell up now that he had passed away. And she had gone through the Annie's Project courses, and she felt confident that she could continue to operate the farm. She had children younger children that had expressed an interest in farming, but they weren't old enough to take over the farm at that point. They were, some of them were young teenagers and younger. And she decided, well, no, I'm going to, I think I'm going to do this. And uh, people kept telling her, no, no, no. Well, she went out and she found a new accountant 
and uh, a new attorney and new other people to advise her. And she continued to farm, and now she's farming today with her adult children. So she was able to keep the farm running, farm it well, and keep it um, going so her children had the opportunity to farm. And she has told us that if she hadn't participated in Annie's project, that she would have um, she would have taken the advice of the people that told her, don't continue to farm, sell up after her husband passed. But now she's able to keep she was able to keep that legacy going and provide an opportunity for her children who wanted to farm to actually take over the family farm. And they're in the process of that right now. She continues to farm with them, uh, but they are working on their transition plan. So, uh, and, and there's more than one story out there like that. What's the best way for people to get involved with Annie's project, whether that's to take a class or otherwise? If anyone is interested, you know, they can go to our website. It's anniesproject.org. And there's, a, if they're interested, if it looks interesting to them, they can click on that information. Um, there's a, you know, more information tab. They can click on that and ask for more information. We've got an excellent person that answers questions quickly. And also um, on our website, we have 20th anniversary information. We'd love for people to um, check out what we're doing. We're offering some really good educational programs virtually, and that might be something of interest. We have one coming up on March 24th on cybersecurity. So uh, working on financial risk for farms and cybersecurity. And that's a, a topic that people don't think of very often when we think of farms is just, you know, being um, safe on the computer and things that we can do there to, to help manage our risk. So there's going to be a whole great series of free programming that's coming out, and we hope that uh, people take advantage of that. And, and anyone is welcome to sign up for the program. So um, women, if men are curious, they can sign up and, and listen in on our virtual programming and see what we're about as well. Anybody that um, has an interest, uh, we welcome them to, to join us. You heard it from Doris Mould. She's the co-CEO of Annie's Project, and she's a dairy and beef producer out of Polk County, Wisconsin. She says check out anniesproject.org to see upcoming programming and ways that you can get involved. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.